this tombstone must fall! It's the only way the world will ever change! His daughter? Who are they? Have you forgotten the innocent lives thrown away here? You're living in a damn dream world! Laughing with the butchers who caused this! You bastards! The cowardly successors of Klein have deceived us! They've corrupted and weakened Zaft! And welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode episode Gundam Seed podcast that now is forced to watch Gundam Seed Destiny. My name is Jeremy. I'm Tyler. My name is Zach. And I'm here as well. I guess I have a name. It's Kevin. Hey, Kevin is joining us. He's from my other podcast, Jumpstart Weekly. You should listen to it. We'll spoil Naruto at Naruto. Naruto's <laughs> over. <laughs> Real difficult to spoil no, that one. spoil Bart. We'll, we will spoil Bolto for you. I will spoil My Hero Academia for you, because we talk about Shonen Jump every week on that podcast. And you probably like manga. There aren't any with giant robots right now. Also, we just got done recording an episode with all four of us on there. So if you go through the archives, you can find out how long it is between episodes of this podcast being recorded and coming out. <laughs> at, at the present day, this rate changes. It's actually like the money market. Um, the, the price fluctuates every single day. We're much so. closer than we used to be. That is that true. That is very true. We're on a consistent schedule also now. So I've also technically been on this podcast before. You yeah. have. The last time you were on was the worst episode, I'm pretty sure. So It was one I think of the so. clip episodes. You yes. haven't been on in a while. I have not. So we're having Kevin join us for phase six, the end of the world. <laughs> You're joining us before Destiny gets shit. I really wanted Kevin to join us for the first episode of Destiny to get that perspective, but timing-wise, it did not work out. If this was the original thing of Destiny, we could have Kevin join us on like half the episodes because they're all clips. Yeah. So who wants to explain Destiny to Kevin? Okay, so you're familiar with Space Captains America, right? No. Okay, so there are these people, they're better than everyone else, there's Captains America in space. Uh, there was a war, they kind of won their independence, I'm not really sure how that one ended. They were already independent? It was a draw. Yeah. yeah. Was, the, the war ended in a peace treaty because Kira goddamn Yamato got his goddamn nuclear Gundam and loved so hard... And then got PTSD so hard that the war ended. Okay. Um, also, his friend Athrun was there. And meanwhile, now Athrun's like, I'm going to go hang out with my sweet space girlfriend. And she's diplomacying the coordinators, the Captain's America, to okay. death. And then some disgruntled Captain's America, so I guess Winter Soldiers, are colony dropping the planet. And that's Gundam Sea Destiny. <laughs> sure. You forgot the angry boy. Which one? Zach? <laughs> <laughs> no, Gundam Sea Destiny's angry boy. Shin. Oh, he's he's a side character. In the world's worst Gundam. 
Yeah, also, there's this guy, his family got killed or something, he, he hates Atherin's space girlfriend. I don't know. He's a side character, he doesn't matter. He's got a really weird mobile suit, though, <laughs> really, Zach hates it. Really amusing that you refer to Shin as a side <laughs> character. He's not the main character! <laughs> he was totally supposed to be, though. He hasn't had the screen time yet. Even the, though it's totally Atherin. The HD version edits in more of Atherin to give you more of that feeling. Okay. Although, rewatching it, it is hard to fight that it is Atherin. So you can join us. Uh, the episodes are all on Crunchyroll.com. They're also on YouTube when we're recording this. Who knows when it comes out? And I think this is where Destiny starts to pick up. We've been talking on our Discord a bit about how the perception of Destiny, and certainly this is how I felt when I was watching it week to week, is that it started really strong and then got worse and worse. But our reaction has been like, man, this is a really slow start. I think a lot of it is because all three of us know, even though Tyler hasn't seen it, that Destiny is heading for a plane crash. And so it's much easier to see like the slow start here. Whereas if you're watching it uh, from the... Not knowing that, you're riding on the high of Gundam Seed, and it's leaning into a lot of that stuff. I mean, to be fair, I remember watching the first episode of Gundam Seed and being like, yeah, this is an anime I can get into. Watching the first, like, four episodes of this and being like, well, these are some cool fight scenes, I guess. So I I, I don't think it is just coming off of the high of Gundam Seed. Yeah, I'm staring at this shot here, and it totally looks like the Minerva is just like a front wings assembly stapled to the Archangel. It's also grayer. (laughs) <laughs> fine the dominion no it's not blacker it's they grayer the dominion it's been out in space too long the black got sun bleached but I, I can definitely understand where tyler's coming from because i kind of have the same feeling it's like yeah it's it's not terrible but yeah, it i don't bad. have a character i really care about the- or can get behind yet because atherin's already kind of gone through his character arc in gundam seed in this angry boy over here is just like i'm angry for reasons and it's like yeah i guess and it was only very recently where we started to actually kind of understand his motivation i will say very much to its credit this show has excellently animated fight scenes like everything looks gorgeous and that will continue this week so let's go ahead and start phase six end of the world so we start on a glory shot of the Minerva, and then we cut inside where Kigali's like, wait, Junius 7 is moving. How? And they respond with, uh, we don't know. We just found out two. This is all a last time on, by yeah. the way. Yeah, it's moving really fast. We got to send Bruce Willis. But we don't have it's time to Buscemi. find a Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, or train him to be an astronaut. Movie, isn't he? I specifically remember because it's a joke in one of the uh, TBC abridged movies. As Jeremy mentioned, his favorite joke about this. He mm-hmm. feels like it's a tabletop RPG where they're playing a different game in the same setting and never enrolled new characters except this one asshole who keeps playing Atherin. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> except he's going by a different name. He's Alex Dino. Alex Dino. So they load up in their cool new Zakus. We get the same shot as we got at the very end of the last episode of them launching. And, and also th- a jellyfish. And then we cut to new footage of some old gins fighting some new cool purple gins. The old gens are carrying these little drill rigs, which I actually do kind of like. It really is Operation Bruce Willis, basically. Yep. But they're being attacked. So Diarca orders a retreat as he starts covering. I do like how most of their forces are old gens, and Diarca is the only one that really has a Zaku. Actually, they're Gwazis, but same thing. They're not quite Zakus yet. And I like that Isaac's like, oh shit, I'm coming out there. I'm sending out guns for you. Yeah, then we get the montage footage of the uh... Impulse. Yeah, I was trying to, like, the Connect Gundam. Um, I was trying to think <laughs> of, like... the Voltron Gundam. It is a Voltron Gundam. I was trying to think of, like, what's a popular children's connecting toy? And I went with Connects, I guess, so... <laughs> that, Better that than sh- Blocks. That shows you what state I'm in right now. He's got three Zaku buddies with him. And, uh, apparently they just had... The only flight suit they had in Atherin's size was a red. 
honestly, they just had all those shots of him lo- looking angsty from the original that they needed to reuse. I do like that the, uh, I don't remember this guy's name, Arthur? Yeah. Is like, but what the hell? Where'd they get this sweet new suit? So he actually says, what the hell, which is great. Anyway, meanwhile, the Girty Lies deploying their three stolen Gundams. You didn't even tell him, Kevin, about the three Gundams that got oh, stolen. Oh yeah, Mulaflaga came back to life and commandeered a warship, and now he's got druggies. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not Mulaflaga. It's uh, Neo Roanoke. Fucking Roanoke. Okay, so no, sorry, I I skipped a step. Mulaflaga heroically sacrificed himself and got vaporized in space, and then came back to life somehow. It's fine. Don't worry. They found his helmet in space. (laughs) That's one thing that was edited out of the ending of the of Gundam Seed was Moo's helmet floating in space. In the HD, they took it out. More of the story, he's got amnesia or something, I guess, or maybe he's just going through an edgy period, I don't know, and he's piloting a ship and he's got some people. So Kigali has appeared on the bridge and is wondering where Atherin is. Didn't you call him up to consult like you like to? And he's like, what, he didn't tell you he went out to do cool mobile suit stuff? I like how shocked everyone is by this, and then it cuts to Atherin and he's like, I'ma shoot somebody. And Kigali's like, but he didn't take his meds. Well, considering, like, he was very reluctant to, like, actually do anything, or the way he was presenting it earlier, like, Atherin wasn't eager to get back onto the battlefield. Yeah, I can't blame him. And she's probably not eager for the thought of being able to lose somebody again. Um, and then we cut to the intro, with this sweet, sweet theme song. I do like it a lot. You either get boob cleavage or hip cleavage on one of these lackey, and, uh... <laughs> I'm not sure which of these outfits is more ridiculous, but they're both pretty ridiculous. <laughs> lack eye? Yeah, lack eye. Or okay, you... I didn't notice that before on the Impulse's cockpit, but like right underneath the cockpit, it's got Shin's name, which is not something you see <laughs> on a lot of those. Like the, the Shin Asuka thing for what you would expect out of like fighter pilots, which I do think is cool. It's just because it turns into the Impulse's cockpit, you don't see it anyway. Yep. Also, I was wrong. Lacus is a Greek name, so it's actually Lacopity. Obviously. I think you just like adding oppities. Yes, that's because it's the best possible plural form, Zach. It's pretty great. Octopodes. Cyclopodes. I'm pretty sure you would have everything have that as its plural if you could. Yeah. No, I think the better joke is, like, for two-word things, pluralizing the first word. Oh, no, that's a way better joke. No, you're right. Lachesis Klein, for example. (laughs) Yeah, or alternatively, (laughs) Lachopodes Klein. Um. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, th- I I do like Lacus's Klein better. So the opening's over, and we get some explosions, and again, they're just trying to get these drills in place. <laughs> and some people are getting wrecked. I was a little hazy in watching this intro part. It is the people who are trying to destroy Junius 7 who are getting their shit wrecked, and not the people who are launching Junius 7, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the, the military coalition. who are actually trying to stop it. Because they're being sneak attacked and they don't even have guns. We actually see a bunch of guns launching from Isaac's Nazca-class ship before he launches, which is pretty cool. Because yeah, apparently the Arco was the only one that actually launched with a weapon. We even see one of them catch it, and but that doesn't help because he just gets sorted. Despite trying to shoot him with a gun. physical sword, which I forgot these things carried. For some strange reason, he just kind of stood there and took it. Like, he didn't even try and dodge. I do like that these are slightly different swords, because they're supposed to be newer models of Jin. The old Jins had, like, claymores, and these have, like, scimitars. I like me some scimitars. Me too. And Diarka has a line of, who the hell are these guys? They're clearly experts at this. I like Izak's, like autocannon, like, rotaries on his shoulders. I, I think love really his cool. suit so much. It is so goddamn cool. Yeah, you, clearly, Izak, because he's a spoiled rich kid, look, took a look at his Izaki and was like, okay, this is pretty good, but I need one like this. And he just freehand drew this. It's like, it's got shoulder guns, it's got a scythe. 
It's got mobility wings. Please, Mommy. It does not have foot guns, though, because he's not committing any more war crimes. And Izak, as a war veteran, is able to easily stop these guys. But then the Chaos Guy and Abyss show up, and they just see this big fight going on. And a bunch of Zaf soldiers near this colony that's dropping, and they're like, oh. They automatically assume that Zaf are the uh, people responsible for... Well, I can kind of understand why they're blaming Zaf for it. Oh, for sure. But at the same time, like, wouldn't their radar tell them that they were being shot at by somebody else who Um, are currently not there? Yeah! Does does lasers appear on radar? Also, they're, uh, of course, the the Druggies 2.0 are not the most sane group of people. They did just launch from a ship, though, which should have that information. Yeah, the ship should. They came around the dark side of the jellyfish, so maybe they didn't see anything. And they are destroying the drills that specifically are trying to break it up. And Isaac's like, ah, oh, what's going on here? Are, are those the experimental those are the, suits? Yeah, Diark is like, the, the machine stole it from Armory 1. Wow, I now I know how this feels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we were such dicks, Isaac. This must be karma. <laughs> Stealing a Gundam. Not even once. <laughs> so Shin and Zaku squad start to appear and Lunamar is like okay yeah we're gonna get them this time and Athlon's like uh no that is not the mission it's just like but they're attacking us well I mean like she's also got a point like if they're going to be constantly under attack from those they can't exactly stop it from dropping if they're going to be under fire the entire time also the angle of Junius 7 has changed by 1.5 percent 4 percent acceleration that's important is it (laughs) (laughs) it is to me so we get a a notification that the jewel team is currently under attack and so they can't destroy Junius 7. It's like, hey, should we go after Bogey 1? Honestly, I just love the bars that are pulsing up and down and side to side <laughs> yeah. in the background. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about this series, both Seed and Destiny, is that there are so many random display panels that have useless information on them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just bars that it's are actually colored. a Windows Media Player visualization. <laughs> there you go. They're listening to some sweet <laughs> tracks on the bridge. So I have t- muted right now. Tyler, you also forgot to mention that the president of the Captain's America is on the ship. And so the captain's like, I don't think that's relevant. Hey, president, do you think uh, Bogey One are pirates or are part of the Earth Forces? And he's like, well, I hope they're not the Earth Forces, but... My problem is, aren't they basically already in open conflict with Bogey One and these three machines? Pretty much. Does it even matter? I think he's talking hypothetically, like politically, if this has been a fight, like that's what happens. And I would hate for that to be the situation. Is the way I took it. I'm just wondering why they're bringing it up now, because the oh. situation has not changed, because, as far as I'm concerned. Because they're about to try to contact them. And the idea is, if they're pirate, they won't care. They true. could even be trying to help with this. But if they are actually the Earth Forces, it is in their best interest to cooperate. And they are actually with the Earth Forces, right? It's yeah. They're deniable assets, but yes. Yeah. I was going to say, it's... Space Halberd. Yes. Yeah, I actually really like the Space Halberd. This is... I like me a Halberd. Yeah, look at the motion and all this. There's like... Well, if I could actually see it, you know, yeah, like, the, the stay at a quality out, and, like, not skip frames. No, like, one of my favorite things is there, there's a uh, Jin starting to counter fire on the surface of Junius 7. Just, like, they have, like, really smooth, like, recoil and, like, that's uh, uh That's Diarca. Oh, is that Diarca? Okay. That's uh, Diarca's black. Zaku. Z- I, no, I think he has, doesn't he have a Gwazi or is... No, he has a Zaku. He's got, he's got like, the gunner Zaku with that big heavy cannon. It's just such smooth animation like this show has really solidly animated fight scenes and they're well choreographed too gundam seed yeah. had good fights and it's like a clear step up for gundam fights 
but Destiny's are so much better. So yes, speaking of halberds, Isaac brings out his beam axe halberd to start cutting up some gins. And it's pretty gonna tear, sweet. I love his part. suit so much. It, uh, so it is really cool. cool. And then cut back to uh, the Rundle's the, like the chairman and them having their discussion on the bridge. It's like, you know, you guys do realize your people are currently being shot at, right? Like, make a decision. Yeah, it does show a good thing of like they're kind of flip-flopping over that decision and it's like well we keep cutting in the middle of the battle like yep. i do like that they're like well it would be suspicious we would find it suspicious that those were daggers instead of gins right so it's like okay can we get contact with them was like, well there's the international rescue channel it's like well just tell them hey we're on the same side we're trying to stop this I like how we get a shot of Atherin taking off the head of a djinn and a leg. I really like how throughout this entire fight, we see Shin, Luna, and Rey are somewhat capable, but Atherin, Izak, and Diarka are... Diarka's pretty good, but when Izak and Atherin show up, they like show, hey, we've done this before. We're in Superior Machines. This is Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) This is just what we do. Even when they start fighting the Gundams. Like, barrel roll nonsense. He's just like, Effortless—it's like gunfu, but yeah. in a mobile suit. So the chaos shoots its funnels off, and just like Kira Yamato would do, Atherin just without looking shoots one of them down. Well, Atherin's which, like, "Dude, I use funnels. Like, watch this." Despite the fact that Kira is like the main character of Seed, Atherin's arguably as good a pilot as he is. Definitely. Well, I don't so. think it's arguable. He just is as good a pilot as Kira is. He's just not a techno wizard. Yeah, he's just not Jesus. And I do like how he, like, straight up, like, power move does a Gundam fly up and go, hey, cut it out. With the guy just was like, Vulcans. And Atherin's like, no, bad Gundam. Punch. <laughs> I don't want to kill you. Punch. It's, like, basically the equivalent of whacking him over the head with a roll of newspaper. <laughs> Stop that. The other funnel starts shooting at him, but he does basically the Zaku stock footage attack of taking the beam blade out of the shield. But he turns the shield such that it just casually blocks the beam. It's just such a good move. And then he boomerangs that nonsense. And cuts the, uh... <laughs> Saber the throw. And one of the druggies is like, What is this? <laughs> How are we losing? <laughs> How am I losing to that thing? Meanwhile, Lunamaria is having an actual fight because they're, like, uh, evenly matched. That's a little bit unfortunate because we have seen that exact shot in this episode already. They just changed the color on the Zaku. There's quite a bit of that in this episode. But the guy's pouncing on Lunamaria, knocks her down, goes in for the kill, but Luna does a cool ballet flip. To get back up. I guess there's like zero gravity, so it would... Oh, I guess not zero gravity, but low gravity. <laughs> also, that's not a it. ballet flip, because, you know, you're, you're oh. not generally tending to flip off the ground in ballet. Yeah, that's that, the one you were talking about. That's like a stock a footage up. attack. Yeah. So, Luna stock footage attacks the Gaia and gets lasered, so she loses a leg and the Gaia loses, I guess, like one of the wing bits? It's a trade. I like watching this as making me want to play Super Robot Wars because of all the stock footage attacks, so... (laughs) Super Robot Wars is a lot of fun. I need to finish playing that. Don't you need to basically start playing that? Do you have Domon yet? So we cut to Earth, where people are just hanging out, being Earth dudes. Some are looking at telescopes, some are looking at some data. (laughs) Well, you don't actually look through a telescope anymore. You look at a computer that's looking through a telescope. I like how, like, at one point you get a, a shot of some dude's computer screen, and it says... Collision course, Junior 7, and it's just got a big red dot. <laughs> and then they send the shitty version of that infographic out to everyone, and they're like, hmm, we're gonna die, you say? So, America President comes out. In the White House, Washington. <laughs> yeah, I love that logo. I think it's more or less accurate, though, so... Well, it doesn't, it have, looks it doesn't right. have the seal. Like, if I remember right, normally on those, it's got the U.S. seal behind him, not the, not the White House outline. 
So the president is giving a speech about, hey, we fucked. Meanwhile, we cut to the beach. We see a, for some reason, not red Zaft helmet wash up. There's some nice kids playing, some people at a distance well, on a lawn chair. Who well, could they be? The most absorbing birdie. One thing to remember is that the majority of the Zaft pilots don't have red helmets. So, I just so. think, like, you could assume it was Athens so, because he's been here. Where we stopped this, who is this guy on TV? He here? is an orb government person who we will find I out s- about later. He's wearing, like, uh, uh, the orb government uniform. Yeah, he's wearing the orb jacket for sure i just don't recognize the logo or his stupid glasses or sorry to me it looked like he has a mohawk <laughs> i realize it's part of the logo now but just <laughs> looking at it I, I thought he had an orange mohawk I, i'm I, like I is this like some kind of rock show yeah, or so, something like that cyberpunk i can and... see where you're getting that but especially with the glasses yeah i i noticed that it's not now but just immediately looking at it look it's reverend not in the show yo and kira's mom Kira's dad we're never going to see again, but Kira's mom apparently still lives with him and his Kira's girlfriend mom? and their reverend. Yep. I assume the reverend and Kira's mom are baning. That's the only that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. He's getting Professor Oaked. Okay, I, I do like Lacus's dress here. This is not ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's kind of Ren fairy, but... And we get Kira dramatically turning, but he's not the main character, so we cut away from him. Back to the press conference where President Squinty Eyes is trying to field some questions. Angry eyes. Meanwhile, we cut to... Fucking Doctor Evil, looking at his like all his, his screens, screen of petting screens. his cat, who <laughs> is even literally he... petting his cat, <laughs> and even the cat's like, "No, this is too cliche. I'm getting out of here." <laughs> it's so... <laughs> oh, my oh my god, the subtlety is gone. Azrael had more subtlety than that. Azrael was at least a dog guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to the eye catch and that wedding dress you love. It's so bad. So much cleavage. Could show more. <laughs> Technically, yes. Hey, everyone. Thanks for coming and listening to the sixth episode of our Gundam Seed Destiny recap. It is unfortunately our fate to continue watching this. I'm from the future. So I've seen a few more episodes than I have in the episode that you're currently listening to. And the ghost of Tyler present past is not as much a fan of Destiny, guys, it starts getting worse. I'm glad we finally got around to having a colony drop, even if it's kind of a half-assed colony drop, it's, you know, a staple. And also a giant rock falling from orbit. Also, I just cannot get over how cool Izak Zaku is. I'm a huge fan of glaive-type weapons, and man, I am just so into it. Also, this is the first one of these I've recorded in forever, We had kind of crazy couple months around December and like most of January, but we're kind of starting to get back into the swing of things. Speaking of, it's been a while since we've done this, but shout out to Commissar Stanhope and Strike Lori, Strike Lori, Strike Lori for joining our Discord. Hey, welcome guys. I, you know, we already typed stuff in the Discord, but also, hey, welcome usual like plug stuff hey go rate us on apple podcasts because that apparently really helps other people find the show i don't know why searching for the name of my own damn podcast only just recently started making it the like highest rated gundam themed podcast to come up when i type the actual full name in hey if you want more people to chat about the show with uh go do that or you know recommend us by word of mouth that probably also helps Uh, also if anyone's on twitter 
like let me know i'm trying to be a more active presence on social media for a variety of reasons if you know anyone who hangs out there preferentially or who just like is weirded out by joining a discord then we'll try to like talk to them on whatever other platform also because we keep harping about it hey we have a patreon uh one dollar tier just like you know gets us some love and support at five dollars or higher, I'm not sure if you can get go higher, uh, you get access to all the episodes as soon as we put them out. We've got the first 10 episodes of Destiny up there at the time of this recording. Uh, we're about to have like the next five done, so there's just going to be like a dump. We also have some fun other stuff. Also, you guys should check out What's a Gundam, where Kevin and Jeremy sporadically talk about Gundam Wing, sometimes when they're finished recording Jumpstart Weekly. Also, hey, we got our first listener recommendation for Jumpstart Weekly, which is cool. Thanks to Prebear on our Discord for suggesting Flame of Rekka. That was a fun episode. In case anyone else listens to Last Time, you can also just, like, recommend games for Last Time. That was kind of the original premise of the show, and now it's been, like, 400 episodes, so I don't even know anymore. Also, we've uh, started streaming some games on Twitch. I don't know if that's a preferred streaming platform these days or not. I don't know. I'm an old man. Get off my lawn. But if you guys want to jump in and play games with us, if I'm ever on, we're going to be streaming them. So that's kind of fun. Unfortunately, only Zach and Kevin are actually good at the video games that we tend to play for these things. But also, the rest of us are there, too. Hi. All right. I think I've rambled on enough. Let's go watch a giant rock fall on Earth. One of the Bruce Willis drills off. A couple of them, I guess, because we cut to a few different places where but it's Will happening. it be enough? Also, there are oh, dead space people. teddy bear. It is enough to at least split the colony in two. It was Tell a point me that's working at least somewhat. Whether or not they should destroy it briefly, clearly yes, because it will destroy the entire planet otherwise. But it was a point of conflict because people were like, it's a war memorial. Should we, like, not destroy it, maybe? But it will end all life on Earth. So they apparently send a text message to the <laughs> Phantom Pain saying, like, hey, we good guys. We on same team. Well, I mean, if that's all you got. Ally up. Check allied victory. Take mid. Who's, who's like, just got melted? One of the bad terrorists. guys. One of the terrorists got the leg melted by Diarca's cannons. Atherin's still fighting the chaos. Uh, it, uh, Shin is still fighting the abyss. I don't know what Ray's doing. He hasn't shown up this episode. He's Lunamart out there somewhere. trying to get clear of the Gaia. The Gaia, yeah. There's yeah, Ray. Missing leg. He took out a Jin. Good job, Ray. I guess Ray's actually doing the escort mission. <laughs> well, so was Atherin. <laughs> Atherin was doing it, but then he got tangled up with the chaos. Is that the abyss? I can never get him straight. Chaos is the green one. Abyss is the blue one. Well, I mean, still, it's a good idea to take out the ads before you fight the boss. True. So they successfully split Junius seven and a half. We see the terrorist shock reaction. That might not be enough, though. And Diarch is like, yeah, like, yeah, we did it. No, this just reminded me of Armageddon where they're like, well, I mean, if you do it after this point of contact, all you're going to do is make two impact points yeah. instead of one. And uh, the druggies are were shocked. It's like, wow, they actually were trying to split the thing. And even the Aragonites like, ah, oh, huh, what do I do here? Atherin and Isaac, despite Diarch's victory thing, are like, we need to break it into smaller pieces. And Atherin <laughs> says it, and uh, Diarch is like, the hell what the hell here? <laughs> I love how surprised he well, is. He's just, what the hell are you doing and he's here? He's like, you bastard, what are you doing here? Like, he can't decide if he wants to go up and Gundam hug him or Gundam <laughs> kick him. Hug. Well, you want, he, Why not yeah, both? He can't decide, decide whether or not he wants to hug him or hit him with his halberd. So, and Athens like, it's not important. God, break it up more. And just takes command, even though he's not technically in charge anymore. 
Yeah, and I do like, he's like, you haven't changed at all. He's like, and he's like, I go, neither of you, asshole. And the archer just cracks right. and goes, oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> man. Fantastic. Now I gotta deal with this shit again. I'm so glad Diarca grew a personality last show. Diarca's hauling, like, another drill while Atherin and Izak are escorting him through the uh, evil dudes. And I do like that when he's not fighting the Gundams, Izak's going full Kira and shooting for guns and limbs. I'm pretty sure that was uh, Atherin that was doing that. Oh, who did I say? I you thought, said Izak. I meant Atherin, yes. They are double-teaming them, though, which is nice. I love their kind of, like, mech warrior-style, like, suit layout in the cockpit. It's the like, paper doll there? Yeah. Atherin asks Izak for some cover, and he's like, I'm the one who's in charge. Stop giving me order, you damn civilian. Which I, I do. Stop following my orders, then. So I don't think he is a civilian, though. Uh, technically, he is, because he's not actually in the Orb military or Zaft. Is he part of the Orb government? No. Okay, he's, he's just there. He's a personal bodyguard. Okay. Um, and Izak just tears through the abyss, like chops off one of its legs. In the chaos, too, he just takes its shield in half, and Izak throws a second, its second boom boomerang Catherine. to take out the gun. Yeah, I don't know why I keep mixing them up. Also, like, Shin's here. They are just, like, they are shredding through even, like, the incredibly powerful Gundams. And Shin's just, wow, those guys are actually really good. The Diarca places the drill down. It starts doing the drill thing. And then Athens like, hey, Shin, quit being impressed. We have work to do. <laughs> Shin, quit being a bitch and do your job. The Phantom Pain calls back its mobile suits. Isn't that the Gertie Lau? It is. The Phantom Pain is their group, right? Yeah. And they're just like, oh, they believe us. And uh, Gladys is like, or they want to recall their mobile suits before we get into the atmosphere. Because we're getting <laughs> close. <laughs> Too close. I love how how shocked Kigali looks at this. Well, because she just remembered that like the Zaft mobile suits probably don't have the same capability like the Strike did to go through atmosphere. Luna returns to the ship because she's been damaged. And Gladys is like, hey, uh, President, get off the ship because we're going to follow it and shoot it. Yeah, because now it's small enough that they can probably just bombard it, right? That's the idea, or at least they can try. And even the like rest of the crew is like, hey, what are we going to do? And she's like, oh, I don't know how much we can get done, but we have to try, and we can enter Atmo. But we might die trying, and it would be a real dick move to lose the chairman. Yeah. <laughs> I like that line, I'm a woman with lots of luck. It's a little bit along the same lines as Moose. Uh, yep. I can make the impossible possible. And President's like, all right, I guess. I wanted to have more ship sex, but whatever. Come on, Kagali, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're leaving. Yeah, you missed that. Also, the captain of the ship and the chairman are maybe an item. I don't know. They were, okay. They're, they're definitely naked together. Yeah, they're naked in her room at some point and is never explained. So, so he tries to get Kagali to leave and she stand. refuses. And Kigali remembers that she has a voice actress and can say lines instead of just sitting here watching the battle. Being like, shocked. I'm going to wait for Atherin. And Gladys is like, don't you have a job? The Durandal's like, well, if that's what you want. I can't, I'm not going to stop you, but... So the Minerva also recalls its mobile suits, and Derek is like, oh, crap. And then Izak gets a text message. It's like, hey, the Minerva's going to shoot it. It's fine. I like, that was Izak saluting on the way out, right? And Ray, they both did it. Yeah, they were okay. both doing that. <laughs> Luna Mario's just like, wait a minute, I just got back. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> she remembered she has a uh, PA and can tell everybody about this this time, at least. So Gladys is learning. The colony is now in three pieces, thanks to Diarca. And Shin is about to go back when he notices Atherin trying to activate another drill. And he's like, hey, man, what are you doing? We need to go. We've gotten orders to come back. Atherin's like, dude, I don't follow your orders. I'm not in your chain of command, so fuck off. Also, I love trying to commit suicide. It's my thing. And Shin is like, you sure you're good with that? 
and Atherin does his like hero thing of it'll be even harder for them to do it. So but Shin, if we can get this going. And so Shin flies up to help. He's like, hey, why the hell are you with Orb? Well, my girlfriend's with Orb. <laughs> what the fuck do you think? But before he could say that, the three remaining Jins, including leader Jin, show up to try and stop them. So Shin goes to intercept. Well, Atherin apparently has three of the blade boomerangs, <laughs> or he's been grabbing them. You called them blade boomerangs, so they came back, obviously. They're actually tomahawks, though. They're, like, he's boomeranging them for sure. Well, obviously. I love this guy's battle cry. My daughter's tombstone must be dropped at birth for this horrible change! Because clearly they died on Junior 7, and then he dies. Uh, and <laughs> apparently he said that on the International Rescue Channel. Shin's like, your daughter? And Atherin is clashing with one of the other guys. Yeah, who's I think that's the leader guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. You can tell because of his sweet scars. He's like, hey, everyone's a coward for not continuing the fight. We should have done what Patrick Zala wanted. And murdered everything. Which Atherin, of course, has feelings about, because that was his dad, and also his mom died here. And we also see Shin is in a similar state, even though he doesn't have anyone personally related to this tragedy. He at least has enough empathy to realize it's pretty much the same situation. War. War never changes. Gives him that speech, and... And we get to see our good friend Patrick in some flashbacks. And also, the Death Star. Yeah, <laughs> shocked Atherin. And Atherin is shocked enough he gets his uh, arm chopped off, so Shin has to go save him. But there's one more Jin. Well, was that his arm? I thought it was the head. No, it's his head. It's his arm. <laughs> Shin <laughs> scissor lock. <laughs> so the dude does a scissor lock to grab him. And he also self-destructs. Although, because of the phase shift, Shin is able to survive. But a piece of debris hits the drill, which activates it conveniently. <laughs> he rolled a 20. It's real hard to tell if like one. it activated prematurely or if this was the effect they were going for. Shen is just dazed and his mobile suit is just in free fall as they start hitting the part of the atmosphere that turns everything red. The Minerva has to enter phase the dramatic, two. It's the dramatosphere. You got the... <laughs> <laughs> Where are the impulse and that guy's Zaku? <laughs> uh, but Mayrin can't get a fix on them or doesn't hear anything. Leader guy grabs Atherin to try to take him down with him. And Shin and maybe my favorite thing he's done so far cuts off Atherin's leg so he's out of the grip and grabs him. And he's kick, and kicks the dude off. Yep, it's pretty great. That's a Kira Yamato move if ever I've seen one. And apparently kicking the dude's gin into <laughs> Junius 7 caused a large enough explosion to crack the remaining piece. That's in because two. he definitely rolled a crit. But as Shin is trying to drag Atherin back to the ship, he loses his grip and lets go, and they're falling into the atmosphere. It's a lot like a scene in Gundam Seed. Speaking of, we cut over to uh, Gundam Seed Orphanage, (laughs) where they're apparently getting all the kids ready to die. Go into, well, presumably go into a shelter. Knowing what I know about this complex, uh, they got a place. Yeah, Yeah, they've got some some secure There is one strike freedom under this island somewhere, right? There's something. So Lacka's like, hey, where'd my boyfriend go? But he's on the beach just watching the pretty meteor shower. He's off kind of shell on the shore like he often does. I sense that my boyfriend's up there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe my sister, too. Can't really tell. It's not as strong. <laughs> I mean, that is a cool shot. Yeah, this is a really cool shot to end yeah. the episode on. And look, they, they had a little while with no text over it so that you could take a screenshot and make it a desktop background if you wanted to. So that is Phase 6, End of the World. And like I said, this is definitely my favorite episode of the series thus far. And it feels like it's finally starting to get going. I think we get a lot more out of Shin. Seeing Izak, Diarca, and Atherin again is both cathartic and fun, and also it's cool to see how well they work together. Very similarly to that moment in Gundam Seed where Atherin and Kira finally get the team up. Like, they're just in sync immediately. 
I actually feel like having Shin empathize with other people makes him a lot more empathetic all of a sudden, and so far he's mostly just been angsty, whiny boy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's also entirely true and entirely fair. He has not had a lot of moments where he's actually been able to be characterized beyond I'm angry at Orb for reasons. I mean, he has reasons or just stupid reasons, right? They're teenager reasons. War is complex and hard. I want a simple solution, so I'm angry at this country. So seeing him being able to empathize with another person who's gone through loss and, like, realize that maybe life's a little more complex makes him, like, a l- more likable character? Makes him a less shitty human being. Also that, but and that, that is what Gundam is about, as we often say. Yep. What did you think, Kevin, since you don't normally watch this with us? Uh, it sure was an anime. <laughs> yeah, it sure yeah. was an anime, that is true. It's got some good fight scenes in it. It's got some good robot designs, too, though I think we're going to skip putting one on our list tonight because we got Kevin here, and it's late. It's yeah. The hour is late. The night grows dark. Tyler, what's your high point? <sighs> um, man, there's actually a lot of good ones. I'm actually gonna say it's just uh, how much ass Athrin is kicking, and like pretty much effortlessly. I mean, you can say that about any of the original Zafty boys. Yeah, the last episode ends on that almost cliffhanger of Luna Mario being like, "Hey, you sure you want to go out there? We're gonna have to fight." And Athrin's like, "Give me some respect," and he earns it here. Yeah, just proving it. So, okay, we, we mentioned a long time ago, back when they're in janitor outfits infiltrating Orb way back in Seed, where they're clearly a boy band or something, and this is their album. The Backstreet's back, all right. Yeah, I actually we, remember that. Yeah, we never gave them a band name, um, because I think I called them the Crusade Kids at some point, but I feel like Los Zafty Boys would also <laughs> be pretty good. Zaftaline Trio? Okay, okay, I see where you're going with but back then they had Nickel. <laughs> That's true. Before he evolved into emo nickel. What's your high point, Zach? Diarca's expression for when uh, <laughs> Isaac and Atherin are... When Atherin is talking to Isaac and Isaac is arguing at Atherin, it, the Just the look on his face just conveys so much and so little. Atherin's always so calm, so I love that he and Isaac get to be like belligerent battle buddies. <laughs> for me, it's actually going to be the bit where Shin just is like, Hey, why are you with Orb? Like him, Like you can see the cognitive dissonance on him. Well, and then as soon as that other guy starts going on, like, how can you destroy our war memorial? And then he's like, oh, shit, that's a war memorial. And this guy I'm fighting with was, like, there. Low I'm point, not Tyler? Ask Kevin. Uh, I wasn't going to. Do you want to th- yeah. throw in a high point, Kevin? Space Halberd. Yeah, Space Halberd's good. Great. It's pretty great. It's good. I say Isaac's suit was almost going to be my high point because I like it so much. We will rank it for sure. Just not tonight. So you got a low point, Tyler? I'm going to say it's Kigali continuing to shirk her statesmanly ship duties because reasons, I guess. I guess she needs to be on the ship, I guess, is really the reason. She gotta see her boyfriend. Make sure he okay. Yeah, I just, I don't know. She's been leading an entire country for two years. I feel like maybe she would have grown up a little bit or something. I don't know. Zach? I had a couple. My first thought was uh, there's a lot of reused animation and stock footage attacks here, which really drives down a little bit on the scale of the, the fight choreography and all that, because you keep getting all of everybody doing the same thing over and over again. I mean, Atherin uses the same attack three times here. And Luna uses it once, too. And so- then, like, the other thing that I was thinking is that Luna Maria still doesn't get to do anything. Like, it, we have those, but... She just immediately gets knocked out. It's like she she's gets... about evenly matched, and everyone else who's winning their fight is a war veteran. And well, she's no, like not. Sh- uh, Shin Ray, they're fine. 
But Lunamaria gets knocked out of the fight, and she's the only one that actually does, and it's the same thing that happened in a previous episode. Yeah, but the, the other guys are dealing with nameless moves. I don't know. Uh, shit. Ray definitely isn't doing anything. I feel like Ray and Luna both did the short shrift this time, but I see where Zach's coming from, where this has happened to her twice now. That's true. What the heck was I gonna say? We did just, just a few minutes Also, ago. just because of the fact that uh, we know what comes up for Kigali later, and get you know she gets stuck on a bus, and the fact that neither of them never get to do anything, it's like, you guys got something here? So I was just imagining Gundam Battle Assault, that announcer voice, where he's like, Cracker Grenade, except it's like, Zaku Tomahawk! Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's used so frequently, it could just be, you know, a fighting game attack, it's fine. For me, I'm gonna have to say the complete unsubtlety of the villain just stroking his cat oh, while he watches man. all of the monitors. That was God, so I, short, I almost forgot about it, but I that was for- so stupid. You know, when you initially started saying that, I thought you were being facetious. But no, he's literally sitting in front of all of his monitors, petting his cat. I yeah, really let me let it be, be known that was not a joke. I really wanted to be secretly like a benevolent philanthropist, and he's like, the, I don't. The only way that could have been more, you know, tropey is if his cat had been white, because that's what it always is with those fluffy cats. But no, the black cat looked pretty ferocious. Ferocious? Ferocious. Anyway, do you have a low point, Kevin? I think some of the cuts between the fights and then the discussion back on the bridge were a little, like, jarring. Not just jarring, like, mistimed, I feel like. Like, maybe make the conversation a bit longer and some of the fights longer, not have quite as many, like, watch two Gundams fight and one dies and then cut and then... What I would have done, and I honestly see did this a lot, is you have the fight juxtaposed with the text over it, and I feel like that always works pretty well, and I'm kind mm-hmm. of surprised they didn't do that here. Probably because at this point in time, you're not as familiar with everybody who is operating on it, so like you don't necessarily... You might not be under- able to match the voices. Yes, you're not, yeah. you, you may not be sure who's talking. Anyway, I really liked this episode. The fights were really good. It was nice to see Los's Afty Boys back together. And like I said, Shin is starting to grow on me more. So I hope it keeps up next week when we watch Phase 7, Land of Confusion. Uh, I want to make a Disturbed or Genesis joke, and it's not working. (laughs) At what point does this show start to break up in the atmosphere? (sighs) 30 is the point of no return. 20 is when it starts descending. Okay. Because right now, man, it's actually not bad. So. So we will talk to you next time. Until then, listen to Jumpstart Weekly. Me and Kevin work hard on it. Our perfect, precious baby boy, The Last Sayuki, just got canceled. So please do it for us, your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me know how my editing goes, since it's my first time ever editing anything. But yeah, so listen to that while you wait for next week, where we will have to keep watching, because it is our destiny.
haven't changed a bit, Isaac. Yeah, neither have you. 